All righty, all right. Everyone, calm down. This is staying in. This is going to be the start. This is going to be the start. <laughs> Please, no. I was keeping these intros. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not good. Um, all right. Welcome into the Fantasy Addicts Podcast. My name's Frank. It's good to have Andrew back here as well. How are you, buddy? Yeah, good. Thanks, Frank. Shalim. Shalim's with us. How you going? I am. I am here again somehow. I'm still breathing. I'm very happy. Um, I'm kicking on. Uh, after a tough, tough loss on Sunday, I'm, I'm still here. Is Joel still here? I don't know. I, I can't be happy. How are you, How are you Joel? Yeah, I'm here. Um, spirit levels are low. Yeah, fair enough. We're here to talk uh, fantasy football, much better football than the AFL, the poor old oh, Bombers. Um, I agree. Bad yeah, time to sat on the couch like a corpse for about 15 minutes after that. But, um, yeah, you know, it's always a privilege to be here to record another episode for the Fantasy addict, so happy to get stuck in. Uh, Frank, give us a give us a life update. You've been playing basketball, going to festivals, and in Adelaide. How was it? Oh man, man's going everywhere. I know. Yeah, no, it it was good. No, I had a good weekend. It was good to get away. Got away from work for a little bit. Uh, listened to some tunes. Saw my boy Jack Harleazy. That was good. Um, but yeah, back to reality. At work today, but I think I've got the uh, big C. So I think I might have another week off work, but doing what I can from home. So I think I could focus on the podcast. How good's that? Yeah. Oh, no, that's a change. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you forgot about basketball. Just letting you guys know, ever since I've come back, we're undefeated. Um, Never lost. Four, have a big uh, four points, uh, both of us on Sunday. Um, I had four and Frank had four. That's a total of eight. Yeah, we filled up the uh, stat sheet. That one. But it doesn't matter, you know. It doesn't matter. We, we're still winners. We're still winners. <laughs> Exactly right. And speaking of winning, I'm ready to crush this mock draft. Um, you guys stand no hope. Um, I'm pretty sure I won the last mock draft too. So I'm just going to make it 2-0 and o starting this week. Um, is we ready to a, go, boys? Yeah, we are. But is it still a monster mock or not? Because Burjo is not here. We can't oh. call it. I don't know. He's sure. not, he doesn't really increase the size of the mock that much. I think it's just it's still pretty big even without him. But could be a little bit disrespectful call it a monster mock let's just call it a uh mediocre sized mock this week okay sounds good all right let's get stuck in i want to just give the listeners an update charlene is at the 102 we have joel at the 105 myself at the 108 and andrew's decided to take the turn at the 112 so uh it's gonna be interesting to see who he um reaches on at the at the at pick 12 because that is always the worst position in the draft. You never get guys falling that you want to fall to and then you have to reach on guys on the turn anyway. So uh, have fun with that, buddy. Just going to show the listeners how to navigate the worst spot in the draft and how to successfully win the draft from that position. That's, that's what I'm here for. 
All right, let's do it, Charlene. You're going to be the first person up. So uh, let's show us how it's done. Who are you looking at at the one-two? So we saw oh. Christian McCaffrey go off the board at the 101. Oh, doesn't get so easier than that. That's a slam dunk, but didn't even think oh, about it. Oh, Jonathan Taylor's off the so, board at the one-two. Great pick, Charlene. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so um, I'm up next. Uh, between Charlene's pick, we had Justin Jefferson go off at the 103 and Ooh. big Derek Henry go off at the 104. Um, leaves me, look, I like to go running back early in my drafts. Um, leaves me with the choice of Dalvin Cook, Austin Eckler, Najee Harris. Um, believe in the... Last episode, we were talking about some running backs, and I did have Dalvin Cook ranked the highest out of those. So um, I think with the new offensive, um, you know, new offensive plan going on there at Minnesota, I think we get more, um, maybe not more carries, but more passing work for Dalvin Cook. Just a good running back. Going to miss a few games, but I'm going to take him anyway. Points per game. He's going to be the man. Give me Dalvin. We love Dalvin. <laughs> All right. So Austin Eckler and Jamar Chase went off the board at the 1617. And look, if you are anything like me, and I'm really starting to find myself leaning towards the uh zero running back strategy, feel the mock drafts I've seen I've really liked. If you're sitting at the one eight and none other than the white Randy Moss makes it all the way to you at pick eight. Slam dunk pick. You do it 10 out of 10 times, seven out of seven days of the week, twice on Sunday. Cooper Cup, he's going to be on my team. Very happy with that. I wonder what it's like to have him on, on your fantasy team. It must be really nice. Yeah, he probably, probably is. Um, Hi, that, Andrew. Where are we going? Okay, so Frank uh, took Cooper Cup at the 1-8. Then it went Joe Mixon, 1-9. Travis Kelsey at the one ten, Devontae Adams at the one eleven. Leaves me on the board at the one. I actually love who's fallen to Andy here. There's two picks I would take in a heartbeat here. They look great. Well, let's see if I do it, Frank. Um, well, if this happens in your drafts, listeners, uh, just take the two running backs, Najee Harris and DeAndre Swift, and that's what I'm going to do. Um so, yeah, not much really to add there. Frank, you're back up. Yeah, that, they're money picks right there, Andrew. Love starting your draft with Najee and DeAndre, DeAndre Swift, two of the you know young stars at the running back position. Um, we saw Steph Diggs go off the board at the 2-2, Kamara at the 2-3, and Chubb at the 2-4. Don't know why Kamara's ADP is still so high on sleeper. Um, he should be getting served with the six-game suspension, I would imagine. So... I did mention I wanted to go wide receiver. I was liking the uh, zero wide rec- zero running back strategy. All the running backs have gone off the board. There's a bit of a tear break. You have the likes of Saquon, Javante, Aaron Jones. If you really believe in Aaron Jones having a big touchdown year, definitely could, could be an option at this spot if you needed to go running back. Um, I'm honestly willing to sort of get the back end of that tier, maybe in the third round. I'm looking at a wide receiver here. That is definitely a tier break for me from the rest of the guys that are here. He's someone that I could see finishing as the wide receiver one with Amari Cooper out of town. And that's uh, CD Lamb. I think he's going to be the complete alpha in uh, Dallas. Very high passing volume team. Quite an easy pick for me here. I didn't even think twice. Not even twice. Not even twice. 
Um, I know Joel yeah. wanted him at this next pick anyway. He's shattered. Yeah, I would have taken CD, but, you know, good on you, Frank. You're, you're the man. Um, Tyree Hill and Javonte <laughs> Williams go between uh, me at the 2-6 and the 2-0-7. Um, looking at the board, Frank did mention this man's name, and, yes, I am a believer in Aaron Jones. Um, think he's best running back available at this point in time. Wide receivers don't really wow me at this point. If I was to take one, it would definitely be Mike Evans. Um, think he's going to have a really hot, hot start to the year. Um, but, you know, with the depth at running back so low, I think I do want to get at least two before I start getting a bit funky with those wide receivers, tight ends, quarterbacks. So... Look, it's um, it's playing with a straight bat, I know, but I think it is, for redraft purposes, I think it's the safer way to go. I know running backs get injured, but they thin out. They score the most points. Uh, I think I've got two that catch a lot of passes and provide a lot of touchdown upside. So, yeah, Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, I'll start my draft like that. Beautiful, beautiful. Oh no. Oh, Mark didn't uh, make it. I know you wanted Mark Andrews, Charlie. Oh man, I was I was eyeing that man like a hawk. Oh, he was almost to me. Saquon almost made it. Oh, I'm, I'm buggered. I almost had Saquon in my in my Saquon and JT. That's a talented backfield. Imagine having those uh, two in going, dynasty. I was going for Marky Mark. I don't want nothing to do with Saquon. Um look, I'm a bit I'm a bit flustered here. I did want to take the tight end to uh to kind of go with that strategy, to go with a premium tight end to start me off. But uh, I'm going to have to go back to the running back position. Even though Debo is here, I would pick him. Uh, but I think starting off strong with two RB1s, you can't go wrong. And I'm taking the big man. I'm taking Fat Lenny. Jeez, uh, that all my, right. With my second round pick. Now, does that worry you, Charlene, that he's so fat? It like, does a little bit. The only thing that doesn't worry me is he can be fat. Uh, he can be as fat as he wants, but until Tom Brady says something, until he says something otherwise, I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be all about Lenny. And uh, Bill Lawrence is very lucky to to have him on his dynasty roster. Now I was looking for my next pick uh, for for quarterback, so I was actually wanting to go Mark Andrews into Josh Allen. Really. Um, really make me think about what to do in the next few rounds. But they both those guys got taken and then Mike Evans got taken. So I think I'm gonna smash wide receiver here and I'm gonna take Debo. Um I think that's a pretty pretty easy pick for me there. Uh so I'm start off my draft I got JT, Lenny and Debo. Um I'm very excited. I'm I'm uh, excited for Joel to pretend like he doesn't want to take Ezekiel Elliott here. Oh, no, like I wouldn't be taking Ezekiel Elliott here far too early. Um, we had Kyle Pitts, James Conner go after Liam at the 3-3-3-4. Um, look, wide receiver is probably the way to go, um, starting off with the two running backs. You could get a bit, you know, get greedy and take one, but I'm not in on Zeke. I don't really love Cam Akers in the third. I think there's a lot of question marks there. Um, and with, you know, with having two already, I think you just avoid those question marks altogether. Um, tight end, 
if you're in love with George Kittle, I get it. But, like, I'm happy to wait on tight end. I think that's pretty – once you miss out on those first three, I think you're not really missing much by, you know, picking up the next – between tight end four and eight, pretty similar. So um, I'd love to take AJ Brown here. Um, I'm not going to just because I don't really believe in Jalen Hurts that much. Um, just for listeners, Frank, this half PPR, full PPR? It's half PPR. Half PPR. In that case, um, I'm going to take Titty Higgins. Um, Over Keenan Allen. Yeah. I think he's uh, got more touchdown upside uh, in that offense. Um, yeah, he does. Keenan Allen, getting a bit old for mine. I think Mike Evans will take over as the one. I know, you know. Mike Evans. Mike Evans in, oh. in Los Angeles. Wow. Mike Williams. Mike yeah, Williams. <laughs> he is the one. Well, he yeah. He's, he's not going to take over. He is. He's the but number like, one. Yeah. And being half PPR, I think um, – Keenan's going to catch a lot of passes, low depth of target. I'm taking up some time here, but, you know, I like T Higgins. I think he's good. Rolls on that playoffs. All right. Okay. Fair enough. If you're a big believer in T Higgins, um, you know, swing for the fences. I feel like you're drafting him here at his ceiling at like wide receiver. What's he? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. What, you took him at wide receiver 10? Is he really going to finish above wide receiver 10? I don't know. I feel like you're taking him at his ceiling there, Joel. I am going to completely disagree with what you had to say about Keenan Allen. I think the gap between Mike Williams is still very much there. Um, It was there at the back half of last year. You're not going to get any sort of consistency from Mike. Keenan Allen's going to give you a weekly floor that, you, you know, is hard to be seen with any other players. I think the running back tier of Ezekiel Elliott, Cam Akers, David Montgomery, Brees Hall, Travis Etienne, that's probably the end of that tier for me. I reckon one of those guys makes it back to me on the way back. So uh, playing a risky game here, but if I could start my draft with Cooper Cup, C.D. Lamb and Keenan Allen, that is a uh, really tough wide receiver call that it's going to be hard to beat. Oh, geez. Three running backs have gone off the board. David Montgomery, Ezekiel Elliott, and Cam Akers just went off the board at the 3-9. Oh, very good one. 3-10 and 3-11. Andrew's on the board at the 3-12 now. No disrespect to D-Mont. I was about to take him. Um, Yeah, Frank, no Zeke love. I thought you'd be all over Zeke. Like, he's all over meat pies, the fat piece of shit. But anyway. Uh, So uncalled for. I don't like Zeke. But um, we'll move on. Uh, I'll take Brees Hall. You know, I need. I love running backs. Wow. Going to eat them up like Zeke eats meat pies. And oh, we're just going to keep going. There it is again. Okay. <laughs> Gee, I'd hate to be the guy that takes Terry McLaurin as his wide receiver one. Well, I'm not going to. But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot for the fences. Right, here we go. Andy's people. Oh, this is going to be – I don't know if I want to do this. But anyway, we're going to do it. Uh, Jalen Waddle. Oh. He's my wide receiver one. Wow. Gee, how's ETN not made it to me? This is is getting pear-shaped quickly. All right. What was your – why was your decision to go Waddle there, Andrew? Well, I needed a receiver, and I I didn't like – I don't like Deontay. I don't like Terry. DK Metcalf scares me, um, and I just I just chose 
um, someone who's going to catch a lot of passes. Um, Yak Machine. I like Jalen Waddle, Charlene. Why? Who would you take? Fair enough. Oh, no, I was just wondering. Because you, you hate this quarterback, so I just wasn't sure. I do, but I don't know. Frank, your pick. I'm more interested Yeah, this <laughs> pick I want to see after you've triple-tapped wide receiver. Yeah, look, a triple-tapped wide receiver, right? triple-tapped wide receiver. And what do you guys reckon I should pay the uh, draft costs on J.K. Dobbins, Josh Jacobs? Who else is there? Elijah Mitchell, Clyde, Damian Harris, Miles Sanders. Why well, I'm not going to be paying the draft price for those guys that are still going inside the top 50 picks. So I'm going to keep going at it, and I'm going to take George Kittle. I think he's got an elite ceiling still. He's going to get a quarterback yeah, upgrade. Um, yeah. I think he's – if he can – the only thing stopping George Kittle's health. Outside of that, he's one of the most efficient tight ends we've basically ever seen in the NFL. He blocks oh, – he, he's an elite-level blocker, which means he's running – he ends up running less routes than we actually think he does, and yet he yeah. still puts up a lot of fantasy numbers. Blocks. Yeah, you do. <laughs> exactly. And he still puts up monster fantasy numbers. If those, if he can just stay on the field, he's going to be a you know, top three tight end realistically. I think it's just health stopping him, if I'm being honest. So I'm going to get George Kittle into the lineup. Oh, love this for me. All right. So team seven uh, took DK DraftKings Metcalf and team six, uh, Darren Wallace. I was going to go there, but. You know, ever since I haven't had Darren Waller anymore, I don't like to call him that. Um, but easy pick for me here. I was eyeing him off the whole time. Andrew, like, hovered over the button. I was looking at him do it. And <laughs> I really thought he was going to take Pity City, and he didn't. He hit above Pity City. And give me all the Michael Pittman. I think it's an easy pick here. Um Third year, he was awesome last year in the middle of the year. I think he also gets – look, Carson Wentz is not great, but he's not bad. I think Matt Ryan kind of sucks too, but, like, I think he is actually, like, a better passer than Carson Wentz. I think, you know, they'll form a connection, really good receiver. They don't really have anyone else in the passing game. Um, and all the other options are kind of uninspiring. Quarterback does intrigue me a little bit. Yeah, I was going to go Lamar. Yeah, but, you know, I think I'd be happy to get Lamar Burrow, Kyler, or Jalen Hurts, and I feel like I'd, you know, I'm going to take a punt that at least one of them gets back to me. So, um, yeah, give me Pity City. Oh, and Terry gets taken off the board. Um, I I wanted Pity City as well. Um, I'm going to go quarterback here because I'm a bit confused what to do. And Lamar is my QB4. And uh, I feel like this is a huge steal taking him in the fourth round. I do like all these quarterbacks that uh, Joel named, and he is right. But I don't think a quarterback, one of these guys, is going to come back to me um, in the sixth round. So I'm going to take Lamar here get my quarterback all fixed up with. And uh, now I'm sitting here wondering if I should take another running back or if I should go wide receiver again. Um, I'm not really sure because I don't like um, the running back picks here. Um, And there's so many good wide receivers in these rounds. I really, I really like it, but none of these guys are going to come back to me. Um, So I'm actually stuck 
between DJ Moore and wide receiver one for the Chargers, Mike Williams. Um, look, Cortland Sutton's here as well. That's not someone I usually take here, and that's the that's who I think is going to get most of the most of the fantasy points up in Denver. So it I'm actually going to controversial. Gonna, I'm actually going to I'm actually going to um, I'm going to take someone I normally never take. I'm going to take DJ Moore. He just got Baker Mayfield. Um, I'm not excited about his um, his upside, but I do get a beautiful floor, and uh, he does get an upgrade at quarterback, and can't be mad at that. This is going to be an interesting pick here for Joel. So Amari Cooper and Colton Sutton went off the board at the 5-3, 5-4. These are two guys I know Joel likes at the top of the ADP I'm staring at right now. I'm interested to see whether he, which of these wide receivers he ends up taking, if any. I'll have 50 bucks he takes Kyle Amari. Yeah, no. I looked at quarterback, but then Mike Williams fell. Um, I really thought he'd go in that little, you know, we up just after Charlie Williams' pick, uh, we had Amari Cooper and Cortland Sutton go. Um, and looking at the quarterbacks, Charlie only one went off the board with Charlie Williams' pick of Lamar Jackson. Still leaves Wilson, Prescott, Hurts, Murray, and Burrow that I would be happy with. And wide receiver does kind of get thin pretty quickly. Um, I think I'll take Mike Williams. Was talking about him as, you know, taking over in LA. Um, and I do think he will. Uh, health only concern. You catching balls from Herbert. Um, I reckon, Frank, you could probably catch a few balls from him. Man is just the man on the money every time. Um yeah, give me Mike Williams. Think he's in for a big year. They didn't really address the position in the draft at all. They haven't really picked anyone up. Josh Palmer probably takes over as the three, but even then, it's just a point party for Mike Williams, um, Keenan Allen, and Austin Eckler. And I think there's lots of points to go around. Give me Mike Will. Nice pick. Great. Kyla, straight off the board at the 5 6, right after your pick, Joel. Elijah Mitchell at the 5 7. Gross. I don't know if anyone else has seen the reports that uh, San Fran and Shani want to use a committee in uh, San Francisco. Sucks to be a Matthew Barbara Elijah Mitchell owner. Um, yeah, look, I've obviously got a lot of wide receivers already. Don't have a quarterback, but like Giles mentioned before, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady as well, all still on the board. Matthew Stafford was someone. I had higher in my rankings as well, so I'm not inclined to take a quarterback just yet. Um, definitely have a need at running back. Um, for looking at ADPs, it might be a slight reach here, but I think it might be a good move for my team that's already really top-heavy at the wide receiver position. I've got an elite tight end in George Kittle. If I just want to solidify the running back position, someone that's probably got obviously upside if there's injury, but they've also got standalone value that's going to give Is me... Is it AJ a- Dillon? It is AJ Dillon. He's going to give me a weekly floor. It's going to be a nice, safe pick. He's got touchdown upside. I think they're going to involve the running backs in the passing game. It won't exclusively be Aaron Jones. I think AJ Dillon's a safe play, so I'm going to get him involved here. Perfect pick if you're going uh, zero running back. Yeah, yeah, get around me, Joel. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Thanks, mate. I can't believe you didn't go Kylie. You cost me 50 bucks, you bastard. But anyway... Um... I'm on the board. Frank took AJ Dillon. Chris Godwin, my boy, went off at pick, uh, I don't know, round 5'9". 
Uh, Marquise Brown at 5'10". Jerry Judy, who I thought Frank was going to go at 5'11". Incredible value at the 5'11". He's better than Colton Sutton. Um, I'll take that to my grave. There is no way in hell Colton Sutton outscores Jerry Judy this year. Anyone wants to have a head-to-head bet, hit me up. Anyone on Twitter, DM me, uh, whatever you want. Jerry Judy is the man. Put it on the Instagram, Frank. Open bet. Open Open bet. (laughs) As long as it doesn't split any hairs, he'll do it. (laughs) Um, You know, good SEO, you know. Get that out there into the world. Yeah. Put your your balls on the line. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Are you going to take your pick, Andrew? Way to get more followers. Um, Yeah, okay. I'll take Alan Robinson. We've talked about him. At nauseum on the podcast. We all love A-Rob. Yeah, that's a uh, big word. Yeah, I know. Look at me. <laughs> You're awesome. He what does go to college. And I do go to college. Um, me and Burjo's college pod coming soon. Just spoilers. We, we've been grinding. Um, and I'll take your boy, Jalen Hurts. Frank, you want to you wanna talk about Jalen Hurts or should I? Uh, does anyone, do you guys want me to talk about Jalen Hurts or you uh, just heard enough? Yeah, no, let us hear it. <laughs> Yeah, well, he's he was the quarterback three in points per game before he got injured, um, and then they added AJ Brown. Um, Joel, is AJ Brown a good player? Oh yeah, he is pretty good. Yeah, exactly right. And so they've uh, added AJ Brown. Devonta Smith's a year better. Um, they've still got Dallas Goddard. They've still got the running game that's working well, and uh, rushing quarterbacks dominate fantasy football. So Jalen Hurts in the sixth round, you can't go wrong. You're getting the he's got the same kind of upside that all of these other quarterbacks have that got taken around two rounds, three rounds before. So I think it's a great pick by you, Andrew. I've now staring down the barrel of either going for my second running back here or taking the punt on the dead, gross wide receiver zone. So uh, I'm so glad that I took these three absolute um, rock-solid wide receivers in Cooper Cup, C.D. Lamb and Keenan Allen because now I can basically get that next tier running back that's safe, but is also going to give me some good touchdown upside and offenses that are going to use the running backs well. I think I might have heard a whisper of who I was going to pick. So I'm actually going to get this with one of the most efficient running backs in the NFL behind one of the best offensive lines in one of the most efficient running games in the entire NFL. Obviously, if anything were to happen to Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt is an automatically a top 10 running back. And uh, I'm going to get in my lineup as my running back too. Always scores a bunch of touchdowns, gets involved in the red zone. Um, he's going to be a nice, safe pick for me to have as my running back too. Go. Yeah. I, I was, yeah, I've I was, thrown I was, him off here. He wanted, he so no, no, wanted no. Cream Hunt as his three. No, no, I actually he's know gone. who I'm taking, and it's quite an easy pick. Um, I'm going to, you know, pause for a little bit so the audience can, like, soak in the Kareem Hunt pick. I feel like Kareem Hunt What's wrong like, with the Kareem Hunt pick? I feel like Nick Chubb's got injured the past two seasons. Oh, yeah, I don't like that argument either. Kareem Hunt hasn't really, like, capitalised. Kareem Hunt wowed me. Kareem uh, Hunt. Yeah, that was a slip-up by you. That was a slip-up, yeah. <laughs> hey, kids at home, cover your ears. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said Kareem Hunt. Anyway, <laughs> um, my pick that I did pause on, pretty easy, and he's just – because we do the draft on Sleeper and the people we draft with, you know – I like you guys, but you're not very good at it. Uh, Gabe Davis, if you just scrolled your little thumbs down, is still there, and it's the easiest pick ever. You get Josh Allen's wide receiver. He's in the too. Gabe Davis camp. 
I didn't think we had anyone in on the pod in the Gabe Davis camp. I thought we were above. What do you that. mean? At the six eight, I'm in the Gabe Davis team. Yeah. Virgil's yeah. in this pod. I'm in this pod. I love Gabe Davis. I don't oh mind this. God. He's awesome. I can't wait to Why is he And at the six eight, he can suck a nice doesn't bother me. Like he's my flex. Franking's argument spoilers, Max. right? Max. I don't know. Dude, what's wrong with Gabe, Frank? Do you think he yeah, sucks? Tell us. Like, do I you suppose think he's at wide receiver 28 off the board, it's not that bad, but oh, it's just so uninspiring. I suppose oh, I, I did say it was a wide receiver dead zone. Like, I would probably take him ahead of Armin Ra, Mike Thomas, Darnell Mooney, Drake London, um, you know, maybe DeAndre Hopkins. Depends what your wide receiver room looks like. Juju Bateman. I suppose so. But at the yeah, it doesn't get me excited. Gabe Davis. Agreed. Go All on, right, Charlie. You have done. your pick. Uh, I have to pick someone here. Uh, so thanks for letting me go. Um, I'm going to take a running back here. Um, it's out of two guys, out of Chase Edmonds and Rashad Penny. Um, both starting running backs for their respective teams. Uh, one is... Walker. Uh, yeah, he's he's the running back too. If you didn't, uh, if you haven't read any of the twitters, um, but hey, it's it's up to you and what you do in your time. Um, so I don't know who to go with. I think I'm just going to go with the better talent. So I'm going to take Penny here. Um, I really like this pick. Oh, Ken Walker goes straight after him as well as Armin Ra. Great picks for Team One. I like your choices. Yeah, that's um, two any- gross picks by Team One. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I'm going to go with tight end. Really good, um, too. Get my, get my tight end locked in. Um, I'm going to go to the doctor. I love the doctor here. Um, seventh round. He's a he's the, the second option in that uh, in that uh, Dallas Cowboys uh, receiving group um, till Mike Gallup comes back. I love some doctor. Um, so I've got my tight end position locked up, and I'm ready to go. Oh, Joel's going to swipe Russell Wilson from me here. Yeah, I am. I was actually going to take Joe. I can't believe it. <laughs> not, not myself, which is annoying. I'm going to take, oh, actually, Donald Mooney's there. Get your quarterbacks. Yeah, QB it run. could be the QB run, but I might. I've, I'm on a huge wide receiver run. I'm taking four in a row, which I kind of really like. But Because like, I don't really love the running backs right now, but I do love them in a couple of rounds of time. Um, I might actually take another wide receiver. Oh, who's left at quarterback? Thinking on the thinking on the run. Yeah, no, I'm gonna leave quarterback alone for a bit. I think I can get one of these, another good sneaky pick later on. I'm gonna take Darnell Mooney. Uh, you get the number one for look. It's not an inspiring offense. I get it, but you're gonna get a lot of targets. It's a volume play. You might you know, fall his way into the end zone. And I think Darnell Mooney's actually, you know, good. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to take Mooney. Where did he finish last year? You know, wide receiver 22. I think that goes up. Um, Andrew's boy, who we've been talking about at nauseam, Alan Robinson leaves. Yeah, we love that word. And they took that guy in the second Yeah, Alan Robinson's like three targets a game. (laughs) Yeah, and they took Velas Jones. Uh, and everyone thinks he sucks. So, yeah, give me some more Mooney. Thanks. There it is. The Moon Man. Oh, get excited, everyone. My boy, Russell Wilson's made it to me at the 7-8. 
everyone just get your beers out, get excited. Russell Wilson's in the Mile High City. Um, we're going to the Super Bowl, and he's going to throw for 35 touchdowns. Someone's going to catch him. The offense is going to be good. Offensive lines are you know, probably just above league average, if not league average. It's going to be good enough. It's probably going to be the best offensive line uh, Russell Wilson's had in his whole career, and they don't even have to be good. Um, he's going to be fantastic. Best deep ball thrower in the NFL. Um, give me Russell Wilson in the, what is it, the back of the seventh round all day long. Um, really going to round out my team. So we had Darnell Mooney go at Joel's pick. Michael Thomas went at 7-6. TJ Hawkinson at 7-7. Uh, Michael Thomas, oh, you can't. I feel like you can't pick him until you've rounded out your starting lineup. So I don't like him in the seventh round. And TJ Hawkinson, I think that's a good pick. Uh, a lot of mouths to feed in Detroit now in a pretty uh, uninspiring offense, but he's going to be good enough um, in comparison to some of the other tight ends going around. He's supremely talented. Um, I am going to take the quarterback pick, though. Nice, man. I like Russell Wilson, but. Um... You really think he's going to throw 35? Yeah, he religiously throws 30 plus. All right. I was going to bet, yeah, but he's my dynasty quarterback, so I won't do that. Let's go, Russ. Do you, do you want to know the numbers? Do you want to know the numbers in his career? Oh, that'll be what? They'll be all in the 30 to 34 range. Yeah. Oh, I, I, early in his career, it was 26, 26, 20, and then he had 34. 21, then 34, 35, 31, 40, and then 25 last year. He's throwing 30. Maybe 30, maybe 35 plus guarantee was a bit ambitious, but I reckon he throws 17 games, two fellas. 17 games, Frank. Yeah, you'll get there. All right. Anyway, that was that was good Russell Wilson chat. Um, so Drake London went off the board. Rashad Bateman was someone I was looking at, goes off the board. Yeah, how good. Yeah. He's a beast. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster goes off. A couple of, couple of your boys. Um, and now I'm on the board and I don't really know which direction I want to go. Um, I might look at my queue. Uh, sorry, this is really good podcasting. But um, I might take... Uh, I might. I, I'll kind of like Chase Edmonds this year, so I'm going to take him. Uh, and then I'm back on the clock. Gee, why do I always take the turn in these mock drafts? It's really, really hard. But um, yeah, I'm going to reach again. And uh, yeah, I'm going to do it. Melvin Gordon is coming home. I like him. Um, I wanted wanted some more running back love in the team, and because I like wide receivers late, so they're my two picks. I think they both get a lot of volume and do their thing. They're always good. Frank, back to you. Yeah. All right. So I'm looking at my team now. I've got my two starting running backs in Dylan and Hunt. I've got uh, my stacked wide receiver core in Cup, Lamb, and Keenan. Got me tight end. Got my quarterback. Sort of go anywhere here with this pick. Um, there's a couple of wide receivers here I really like um, that I've got right now. So, if, you know, as your fourth wide receiver, you can sort of go with someone, you know, some players that you sort of believe in. You think that they're really talented. Someone like Brandon Ayuk, I think is really talented. He could be a really good fourth wide receiver on this team. And Devonta Smith as well, although they may be capped with their quarterback situations. Both have probably got, you know, some of the highest, you know, rushing quarterbacks throwing to them. So they can cap their ceilings, but I think they're going to be good and the talent will shine through regardless. 
but there's a running back here that I took in the last mock draft and I had to take him as my running back too. Being able to take him here as my running back three, I'm feeling much more confident. He's someone I don't think is going to get back to me. And regardless of the role I think he has on first and second down, I think being in the Buffalo Bills offense as a third down running back at a minimum is going to be valuable enough. And it's going to put him inside, you know, the top, you know, what I reckon probably inside the top 25 running backs. Um, and to have him as, you know, your final, your last piece, it's going to give you weekly consistency. Um, I'm going to get James Cook into my lineup. See, I thought about it, Frank. Would you have him over Chase Edmonds and Melvin Gordon? I think I would purely for because of the offense. And then, you know, obviously Melvin Gordon's splitting time with Javante. Um, yeah, I think Chase Edmonds is going to be used, but they've got other like a bunch of other backs there. I think in Buffalo, it's going to be just Devin Singletary and just James Cook. So I think James Cook's going to do all the third down work. They don't throw the ball to Devin Singletary. He hasn't shown that he's a good pass catcher. He hasn't shown that he's a good run blocker. I think all James Cook's got to do is just do exactly what they drafted him for. They took him in the second round. I think they're going to get him down on get him out on the field on third downs at a minimum. If he only gets five, if he gets five carries and five targets in that offense, it's probably all it's going to take for him to finish inside the top twenty-five. Would well, you want to bet me on that? What top twenty-five or what? No, James Cook versus Melvin Gordon. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, let's do it. And it's, I'm just a big Javante guy, and the the other the new, I suppose, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Yep. All right, I'll add it to the board. Joel, your pick. <laughs> Woohoo! Bit annoyed because the two people I wanted to take if I was going to go running back or receiver did go off the board after Frank took James Cook, uh, in Tony Pollard and Devonte Smith. Um, for context, I've took taken two running backs with the first two picks and then taken five wide receivers. Kind of feel like I'm getting really cute here, but I'm going to keep getting even cuter here because I'm going to take another wide receiver. You are very cute, Joel. Thanks. (laughs) Um, Elijah Moore or Brandon Ayuk are the options. Um, Honestly, flip a coin. I'm going to go Elijah Moore just because I kind of want a little bit of the piece of the Jets offense. Um, You know, we went through Zach Wilson a few other pods ago. I want to be in on Zach Wilson. Uh, Elijah Moore did flash during. Why is that, Joel? Because he banged his mum's best friend. (laughs) Mum's best friend. Sorry, everyone. There we go. Um, Elijah Moore was good closing the season last year too. Uh, You know, that was a rookie. As a rookie, I think we get a bit of, you know, I know they took Garrett Wilson, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, if I get these multi-touchdown games out of um, Elijah Moore like we did get, you know, before he got injured, we had, you know, five touchdowns in his last five games. I think we can get, you know, maybe not that to that extent, but, you know, we get something good. Um, and, yeah, look, I'm, I'm getting to the tight ends and the quarterbacks. I'm getting there, I promise. But look, this wide receiver depth in the middle rounds, I love it. Give it to me. He loves it. Give it to him. <laughs> he's, he's had it given to him. What? What's wrong with uh, Garrett Wilson? Has Berjo joined? I just want to inform the listeners. There he is. I just want to inform the listeners. Berjo has in fact crashed the uh, mock draft. So yes, uh, he has. 
and he's he's got <laughs> something to say. I I haven't I haven't pulled up the the mock draft just yet, but I know I know it's only gone one way, and I can guarantee you, Frank's fucked it. <laughs> um, that's that's all I wanted to come in and say. Happy um happy mocking everyone, and um yeah, enjoy, smash it. He's oh, actually going to leave. He's not. He's not even going <laughs> to stick around. <laughs> no, sorry. You, you know me. Uh, eat and chow. Got to wash the the stink off me. So <laughs> yeah, you do that. Stay Have gentlemen. a lovely night, Jack. Thank you. you. Enjoy yeah. it. Right. There you go, Jack. You look great. <laughs> <laughs> now that's the kind of content the listeners want. Now, how good was yeah, that? Man. Oh, we just got a famous punter <laughs> just joined the. Joined the uh, the mock for two minutes, gave us a shout out. Um, I wanted to ask why Joe didn't take Garrett Wilson instead. I'm not going to take Garrett Wilson. I'm going to take my boy Chris Olave, the wide receiver one for the New Orleans Saints, and I'm going to double tap wide receiver right after the uh, team one takes the two guys I thought they were going to take, and I'm going to go with a uh, Bobby Woods. Um, look, I, I went with a rookie, and then I went with a veteran. Both, I believe, the the number one targets on their team. And it just fills out my roster very nicely. I got uh, both of them to play flex for me when I need them to. Uh, my, my, my team's looking great. Gee, I've never seen clock. anyone so happy about getting the wide receiver at 30 and 35. <laughs> He's awesome. fucking over the moon. <laughs> <laughs> to answer your question there, Charlie, uh, Elijah Moore over Garrett Wilson. Uh, I think it's only a this year thing. I think Garrett Wilson will eventually be better. Shout out my dynasty team. But, um, you know, for this season, I think rookie wide receivers, I know, you know, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, all them dudes, they popped off. But generally it takes a bit of time. Um, and I'm going to give um, Garrett Wilson, Drake London a bit of time. I'm, you know, give me these year two, year three guys. Uh, you know, Gabe Davis, Mike Pittman, T. Higgins, Mooney, Elijah Moore. This mock draft team, basically. Going to be good Fair this year. Um, speaking of, we're keeping it young. Quarterback. Going to hit it finally. Trey Lance. Give me Trey Lance. Rushing quarterback. This is why I didn't take Brandon Ayuk. I wanted Trey Lance on the way back. Probably going, gee, why did he get the stack? Because Trey Lance is going to run and just keep running and run some more. And then he's going to pass the kittle. Yeah, well, he can pass to anyone. I don't care who he passes to. He's going to score fantasy points. Dancing with Lance, I like it. Dancing with Lance. Yeah, I do like that. Yeah. Great work. In the ninth round, you know, you get a quarterback that has the ceiling to be the quarterback one. So I think whenever you can do something like that, uh, it's definitely a good pick. Um, we obviously know that I went quite wide receiver heavy in the beginning of my draft. I haven't gone back to it after the first three picks. Um, there's a lot of names here that's still remaining that I don't mind. There's some of your later round, you know, flyer type players that you might throw into your flex lineup. Hope you uh, catch the week that they score a touchdown. But there's quite a number of guys I still got there. I imagine I can get them on the way back. But I see a real tear break at the running back position right at the very end of the tier. And there's a guy I really like. And um, obviously, when you get into the later rounds, you're not going to have starting running backs. You're not going to have clear backfields. You're going to have murky situations, multiple backs, multiple backs that have got different skill sets. And uh, one of those running back rooms is going to be the New England Patriots. And uh, my guy, Ramondre Stevenson, still sitting here 
the back of the ninth round. He's someone that has a three-down skill set, although the Patriots don't use it. Um, there's been rumblings that uh, Ramondre Stevenson's been dominating um, at training camp and that Damian Harris could be on the way out. I don't think they're going to uh, re-sign him into next year. They could start to uh, hand the baton over to Ramondre halfway through this year. Could be a really good contributor in the back half of the year, especially with my running back room. I'm going to take him here and shore up that position. Is he in the best shape of his life? <laughs> He's always in the best shape of his life. It's training camp. Cool. Just checking to make sure. <laughs> um, okay, after Frank's dynamite pick, um, Aaron Rodgers, Frank's boy, Matt Stafford off the board, and Pat Fryermuth. Fryermuth. Yeah, you Fryermuth. nailed that. Awesome work. I got a bit scared. Um, so I think it's get your tight end time for me because I'm on the turn, and if I don't take him now, I may not get him. Yeah, I don't have one of them yet either. Who are you going? Uh, Cole Komet Damn looks it. good. Um, no one else is catching balls in Chicago. Mooney. Besides Mooney, yeah. Um, but yeah, I like Cole Komet as a pick, late tight end strategy. Um, and then I will. I like receivers right now. I'm looking at uh, Chase Claypool. Um, Sky Moore could be interesting. Alan Lazard, Frank, your boy, Russell Gage, Charlene. I thought, hey, you better let him fall to me. No, I think I might take him, honestly. That's my boy. It's my, it's my guy. That's uh, Tom Brady's man. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll take, I'm going to take Chase Claypool. He's cool. Chase Claypool. Um, if he didn't have the wheels stink on him, I'd really like him. But, um, yeah, I like Chase Claypool. Frank, your pick. He's really cool. He is cool. Yeah, whatever you guys say. Um, right after Chase Claypool, um, we had Christian Watson go off the board, Michael Carter and Sky Moore um, was at the 10.04. I've got the 10.05 right now. Like uh, Andrew just mentioned, there's Alan Lazard and Russell Gage on the board here. Um, the strategy I've gone with, obviously, wide receiver heavy. Gone with the running backs. I've got James Cook and Ramondre Stevenson, who may be difficult to start week to week, especially early in the season. I think they're guys that are going to really grow as the season progresses. Um, their role become much clearer, and I'll know whether I can start them or not. So to get a guy like Russell Gage or Alan Lazard in the 10th round here, who should have pretty consistent volume earlier on. Um, this one's really just pick your guy. I feel like they're going to be quite similar at the end of the year. I reckon they could have similar stat lines. Um, I think Alan Lazard's got less target competition, especially when Chris Godwin comes back. So I'm going to go with Alan Lazard here. I've spoken about it on the podcast before. He could easily have a 1,000 yards, eight touchdowns, and give you a top 25 season. Um, so I'm going to get Alan Lazard into my lineup early in the season. I reckon James Cook and Ramondre might have to sit on the bench for a few weeks. Uh, after Frank's Alan Lazard pick, good pick. I probably would have taken him if you didn't. Um, Derek Carr and Fat Kadarius, Fat Tony went uh, at the 10-7. Looking at my team, I don't have a tight end yet. Um, So there is the option for that. I am... Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at that and I'm probably going to take him, but like is anyone else really need Irv Smith? I suppose team one doesn't have a tight edge yet, but they might take Sticky, Mike Sticky or Hunter Henry or big LBO. 
Anyway, it's time, you know, when you take Dalvin Cook at the 105, there comes a time in your draft where, you know, it's like doing housework. No one actually wants to do it. You really want to vacuum the floor? No. You want to do the dishes? No. Well, shit, you have to. So you have to, if you take Dalvin Cook, you have to do your housework and you have to take Alexander Madison in round 10. So I'm doing it. Comes with Dalvin Cook. You take him, you sacrifice your 10th round pick to get Madison. Really so simply, Joel, would you, have you to take it. him sooner? Would you take him in, if this was a real draft and it wasn't a mock draft, you probably would have taken him, what, 8th or ninth round or you still would have, his 10th round, that's it. Like if he gets taken before, you're not getting him. Read the room. Like, you know, is I'm like, looking at these running backs and I don't really think people are going to take him over like, you know, your Devin Singletary's, your Ramondre Stevenson's and your Melvin Gordon's of the world. But there's every chance they take him over Isaiah Spiller, Ronald Jones, James Robinson, Richard White, who are there. So now's the time, you know. The Break time the glass is on. Alexander Madison. Mm. All right. Thanks for that. Thanks for letting us know you don't like to do chores, but you have to do them. Yeah. Um, so, uh, get him out of the you way. Got, you got to you get him out of the way. Then you got the rest of your day to do whatever you want. Play games, play fantasy football, and uh, and pray Mike Gallup um, is ready for um, week one. So that's who I'm taking. Uh, <laughs> the next two picks is Tua and Jameson Williams. Uh, good picks, team one. Uh, you already got a quarterback, but that's okay. Um, yeah, they're going the upside gonna... pick with Tua. Yeah, the upside pick with Tua. <laughs> <laughs> no, whatever. Um, and my next pick, I'm going to go running back. I'm going with speaking of upside, taking Isaiah Spiller for the upside of uh, maybe something happening to Austin Eckler. Maybe he does take goal line touches away. Uh, he's a big back. He might not be good, uh, but they have to try and use him. Give uh, give Austin Eckler a bit of a bit of a rest. He can't do everything. He's only a small, tiny man. Um, and so I took Spiller. Speaking of upside, these are the upside rounds, people. Um, Ronald Jones is one. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, he might just suck. Rojo gets the goal on work and, you know, splits first and second down. Have you read the Twitters? He might not make the team. Well... Uh, really? Who else are they got? Yeah. I don't know. That's why it's good. They got Isaiah Panchero. He's the man. Yeah. Added him onto my dynasty roster. Yeah, amateur. Well, I thought that was. I thought that was Lawrence. I don't want to get the listeners confused here. I'm not taking Ronald Jones because you said that. I'm not taking Ronald Jones because there's bigger upside with oh. Rashad White. Because yeah. earlier in the pod, Fat Lenny. Damn, I wanted Rashad White. Yeah, because he's Mr. Upside. You take him in the 11th round after you get Alexander Madison and pray that Fat Lenny just keeps eating those meat pies with his best pal Zeke. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Love that pick. Geez, up and about. Right after Rashad White went at the 11-5, Justin Fields went the 11-6, Ronald Jones went at the 11-7. So uh, I think Joel just killed that last of the couple of running backs that I liked, and that was, you know, Madison, Pierce, Spiller, Rashad White. I don't really like Ronald Jones. I agree with Charlene. We'd be lucky to make the team. Um, just having a look at what's available. I'm not going to go quarterback. I'm not going to go tight end. 
Running backs are gross. I'm going to be going with some dart throw wide receivers. Um, one that I really like, and um, just purely just it's a volume game. He's getting a quarterback. You know, I wouldn't say it's a quarterback upgrade. I'd say it's a sideways move at quarterback. There's plenty of targets vacated from this team. And it's uh, MVS. He's gone to Kansas City. Um, I think if we're talking about the players that they are, he's not similar to Juju Smith-Schuster. He's fast. He gets open, you know, downfield where Juju Smith-Schuster operates inside the slot. I think a lot of those deep shots are going to go to MVS. Um, I don't really, not a massive believer. In Mikael Hardman, I know Joel probably uh, get me crucified for that take, but MVS, I think he's going to be good and he could be even better than good. It's Pat Mahomes after all, so I'm going to get him into me, uh, my bench slot. Uh, nice, Frank. Um, so You're the man, Frank. Yeah, you are. Geez, okay. are you, you hated me team last time, but I think he's, I think I've nailed the zero uh, running back strategy here just quietly, but... Uh, Go on. We're here. just pandering to you. It's all good. Yeah, I was on Instagram while you were speaking, so I didn't really listen. But um, <laughs> I found I found Witty's new post. Witty, oh, listen. shout out Wimbo. Who's that chick? And he's got like he's posting. Well, he's got a bird on there. Someone taking stuff out of his ear on his Instagram. Like Witty, fix your shit, man. But um, you know, I hope you're finding yourself in. Is he Italy. finding himself while he's finding her? I don't know what he's doing. But anyway, anyway, back to the. Mock draft. That's enough time on Witty. Give that a look, Frank Shalim, when you can. Give the Witty's uh, Instagram a shout out for everyone. Give it a shout out. Yeah, right. James yeah. Whitford on Instagram. Um, if you are after <laughs> some of the worst content on planet Earth, <laughs> he's finding himself. Leave him alone. Um, okay, I'll make this quick because I took up too much time talking about Witty. Tyler Boyd. Uh, I think you know he's going to get his in a high-powered offense and D Hendo. I've expressed my opinion Great on pick. Cam Akers. He's a fraud. And D. Hendo is actually good at football. So You know he's actually good. You know he's actually good. Got him. Let's see who... Uh, oh, your boy, Joel, at the 12-2, Deshaun Watson. Um, then we had Rondell Morgan off the board at the 12-3 and, and Marlon Mack, not Khalil Mack, the defensive end. At the twelve four, all right. This is some. These are the dead rounds we're talking about, right? Players here. Um, Take care, dude. These are the best picks. Yeah. I love these areas. This is where we thrive, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look. The There's two up. ways you can go about these Don't late rounds. Off, you guys. can take Don't some upside wide receivers. Like you can go after someone like DJ Chark. If he happens to catch all of like Jared Goff's 10 touchdowns this year, he's going to be good. Go for someone like Devontae Parker if he's still got some juice with Mac Jones. Um, trying to look at some other names on. here. You know, Jameson Crowder could carve out a role in yeah. Buffalo. Your man, Tim Patrick. Yeah, Tim Patrick. Frank. He's buried. He's not as good as Jerry Judy and Colton Sutton. Let's be real. Oh, People that are on the, the Tim Patrick hype train need to uh, wake up. It's Jerry Judy, Gap, Colton Sutton, Gap, then Tim Patrick, and uh, what was the other small bloke's name? Anyway. KJ going ham. Yeah, KJ. He's the man. KJ's sneaky. All right. Keep him in Dynasty, guys. Um, but I am not going to waste any more time. I'm going to get purely handcuffed running back. Naheem Hines, he's going to be involved in the passing game regardless. If anything were to happen to Jonathan Taylor, he's the running back that's going to uh, take on majority of the work. Uh, after Frank took 
Naheem boring Hines. I guess it's sort of upside. But going on, I was trying to interject and I he kept talking, so I could never get in. Um, disagree with like you, you know, take your boring DJ Charks and your Devontae Parkers of the world. That's the worst pick. Pick running backs like Tyrion Davis Price, like Zamir White, Brian Robinson, someone, oh, Andrew's pick of Daryl Henderson. Love that one. Just people that like. Is that not hit. what Naheem Hines is? Because Daryl Henderson is nothing more yes, than a handcuff to Cam Akers. I actually didn't hate your Naheem Hines pick, but I really didn't like how you were talking about let's get all these old wide receivers who haven't done shit. Well, since. if you went if you went wide receiver if you went running back heavy at the beginning of the draft, if you took three running backs in the first three rounds, well that wide receiver might be helpful. It doesn't help my team. I went wide receiver off the rip. It's not going to be helpful for any team. He was helpful for that eight game stretch when I had him, when he was catching balls from what's the Fitz Magic. Magic. What a time that was to play fantasy. Remember that? I made the final and lost. I got the magic Magic in me. (laughs) Anyway, um, while I'm stalling is I have to pick a boring tight end and my boring tight end, because I haven't got one yet, I made the mistake of not getting Irv Smith in the last one and I'm getting Irv Smith in this, what do we call this, the mediocre mock? Yeah, well... The My Mediocre Mock will have Irv Smith in it. Give me all the Minnesota purple people eater Vikings. They're all going to score a million points. Oh, straight after two Denver um, players get taken, Tim Patrick and Albert O. Um, oh, Albert O split in time with Greg Dulcich already. Yeah, hey, Albert Dulcich's O off beast. your board. So, you know, if you got him in Dynasty, there's no need to have him anymore. Um, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, I'm not too sure where I want to go here. Um, you guys made very good points about who to take. I might take TDP. Um, I could take him on the way back. So I'm going to go with a wide receiver. I don't know if I want to go with the oldies, the old vets with uh, DJ Chark or Jarvis Landry. They just don't excite me much. Um, or Devontae Parker. I'm looking at uh, at Tolbert, looking at Te- Jalen Tolbert just because he is out the, of it. No, yeah, he's been carving out a role, I hear, on the Twitters. Yeah, so he's been, he's been looking good um, on the Twitters. He's a week one starter. Um, he's a wide receiver, too. So I think that's where I'm going to go. On the board. Is he? Yeah. Oh, geez, that sucks. Oh, team one just goes. <laughs> Back-to-back tight ends. Look, they needed to go tight end, so fair enough. Good for them. Really, really get that tight end spot locked in for them. Why did I talk about Smith when I did? Yeah. So tight end run just came in hot. Um, I'm going to back that pick up with TDP. Um, don't really need to say much about that pick. Joel said everything he uh, he uh, said before, and I agree with everything that uh, came out of his mouth. Next, next up was uh, Kenny Gainwell and Jarvis Landry. Jeez. I actually really don't mind the Kenny Gainwell pick. That would have been my one. Um, leaves me in a bit of a weird spot because part of me really wants to take another quarterback in case Trey Lance kind of just sucks. But, like, I feel like I'll just wave away that shit anyway if he does suck. Um, so, you know, give me another high upside running back. Um, the running back. 
yeah, there's not many running bikes left, is there? Um, I'm gonna go Khalil Herbert. Um, Damn, I wanted him. Yeah, that's good. I made. Oh, actually, Frank? you wanted him. That kind of sucks. There. Anyway, yeah, Frank he just loves it. I'm kind of happy that someone else wanted him, but kind of unhappy that it was Frank. But you know, it is what it is. You're right, on the I feel, I feel no. like you had something else to say there, Joel, but you know, you're done. <laughs> yes, I'm done. Start talking, bro. <laughs> all right. All right. Now I'm pretty sure it was, I don't know if it was, uh, I'm pretty sure it was Joel that mentioned uh, this name, a veteran running back. That's going to be uh, starting the first six games of the season on a run yeah, first offense. And he's me. fallen all the way to the 13, eight. Um, obviously I'm, I've got a team here that's, you know, weak at running back in comparison to the wide receiver and tight end position. A really good pick for your team. I'm going to go with Marky Mark Ingram. It doesn't matter how shit he is. The Saints just keep feeding him the rock. They brought him back. He's an absolute shell of himself and uh, he still gets fed. So I'm going to uh, probably get him into me lineup week one just quietly. So uh, give me some Mark Ingram. Yeah, that's who I wanted, Frank. So, uh, kudos, kudos. Great to pick. You. Yeah. Gee, I'm the man. One in a row. Um, Noah Fant after Mark Ingram, DJ Chark after Noah Fant, and JD McKissick, Charlie's nemesis, <laughs> smooches. <laughs> um, we love JD McKissick. Uh, but anyway, back to the mock draft. Um, this is where it gets. Real tough, and uh, I really don't want to take people's time. But I'm going to <clears throat> take a leaf out of Joel's. Uh, is it leaf out of your book? Is it that the same? Anyway, um, I'm going to take Zamir White because so I think leaf out of page. A page out of my book. Yeah. A leaf, uh, I don't know what a I'm leaf out of your tree. Where does a leaf come from? Frank, look it up. I don't know. It's a saying there. Yeah, it is no. definitely. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, I'm taking Zamir White because Josh Jacobs sucks. And, yeah, uh, he does. And what are we up to? The last two rounds is where it gets fun, everyone. It's your kickers time. And, <laughs> and I'm starting the run, and I'm getting the best one. Justin Tucker, welcome to the team. Frank, you're back. All right, so right after J-Tuck went, the Packers and the Bills defenses went off the board, followed by Evan McPherson. All right, I'm gonna have a look. At, let's have a look at the kickers and defense right now. We've got Harrison Butker, um, probably the clear next best kicker on the Kansas City Chiefs offense. Or you could go Matt Gay from the Rams. Or if we're going defenses, oh, it's a toughie. I, yeah, defenses. You just got to go by schedule. So I'm not actually going to uh, delve into that. I am going to go with. Oh, Blankenship's there, though. That's interesting. He's awesome. All right. I'm going to go with... Damn, this is tough. I'm really taking a long time to pick a kicker. I'm just going with Harrison Butker, all right? Kansas City Chiefs, Pat Mahomes, Tyreek Hill won't be able to get him into the end zone. Heaps of field goals. That brings me up to pick. And uh, I'm actually going to take a leadership position within this podcast and say we've probably had enough if we're spending too much talking about kickers. Um, so, Frank, um, what, in your opinion, is the best spot to pick from based on the two mock drafts we've done? Yeah, look, that's a probably a 
Question without notice. Yeah, I know. You really caught me off guard here. I really like how my yeah, team well, turned out here. Yeah. You can resume the, tra- the, the draft. You can just pick whoever. All right, all right. Shit anyway. Right. If your league still plays with kickers, don't do it anymore. Just yeah, join ours. Be a, one of those people that hates kickers and lets everyone know about it like I do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a tough one. I do like where you've you picked at 1-5 where way. you've got a really strong running back duo then you've followed up with a bunch of wide receivers. It's really well done there. Or if you're at that one seven one eight round, you can go wide receiver heavy. Um, and then also the back of the first where Andy started his draft with Najee Swift, Brees Hall, and then was able to get Jalen Waddle, Allen Robinson. It's still a really good um, starting core as well. So I think... Yeah, but I don't think if you pick 12, you're not going to be able yeah, to get, you're not gonna get Najee Swift. Yeah. So I yeah. think I like I think I like that. Uh, where if so, Frank, I think Team Nine smashed you. Like Mixon and Chubb, way better start than Cup and Flam. In I my disagree, but that's well, fine. But then they, they went. Then they went Monty and Gibson. Where I went, Keenan and Kittle. Like that's better. Godwin's You're, injured. I've got Dylan Cream Hunt. Brandon Cook sucks. Russell Wilson's better than Drake London. So you're out on running backs early. You don't want it. I'm not out on them. I just would rather take Cooper Cup, who had more fantasy points than all of those running backs. And Lamb, who I think is going to have more points than all of those running backs. You're chasing all Cooper Cup's points from last year. Is that what you're doing? Uh, Well, Robert Woods is out of town. Robert Woods is is out of town. Odell Beckham's out of town. They brought in Alan Robinson. He's going to fill that Robert Woods role. Cooper Cup's role is not going to change. They can't stop him. Like it was like in the Super Bowl when Cooper Cup had like forty-seven catches for like a thousand yards in the last drive, and they just couldn't stop him. They knew where the ball was going, and they just couldn't stop him. Yeah, it was a bit of a jab. But what I was going to say before I, you know, went there, and then you got all defensive about it, was I think there's <laughs> eight running backs who we did in our running back tiers. It ends with DeAndre Swift, Najee Harris. So you've got your CMC, Taylor, Derek, Dalvin, Austin Eckler, Mixon, Najee, Swift. Then there's a clear gap after those top eight. Then we have Cup, Jamar Chase, and Jefferson as the three big wide receivers. So I think as long as you – they're going to be in most people's drafts that aren't super flex, obviously, the top 11 picks. So I feel like if you get one of them – you know, that's going to be the start for most people and you've just got to figure out which of those you want and who is attainable on the way back where you can get like your Nick Chubbs, your CD Lambs, um, you know, people like Saquon Barkley. I don't, but, you know, that kind of player to get pair with one of those top 11 on the way back. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. But I'm just looking at the way our draft, mock drafts panned out. After Nick Chubb and C.D. Lamb, Tyreek Hill, Javante Jones, Andrews, Barkley, Fournette. I would much rather C.D. Lamb ahead of those guys. So that was like an easy pick for me. Like that yes, running back, did. like Chubb didn't make it back to me at the 2-5. Yeah, but Alvin Kamara is not going to go with the 2-3 in most people's drafts. I feel like if, you can, if you're lucky enough to pair one of those top eight running backs with Steph Diggs, that could be a play or, you know, uh, even if you pair one of the top receivers like Carp or Jamar Chase, Nick Chubb, that's also a good start. Yeah, I like that yeah. start. Yeah. Like Team uh, 11 I, Team eleven should have gone Najee, then Diggs. Do we like Kelsey as a top 12 pick? No, I like no. Andrews 
at the back of the second. Yeah, yeah. so not even Kelsey should be going back to almost back to back picks, back of the second. And yeah, I don't hate the pick, but definitely not the first round where he went here. Yeah, uh, like, um, I I am definitely in the team. Um, running backs in the first three rounds, but like, yeah, you kind of got to take. Like, I I, w- I would never go receiver, receiver, receiver. I just can't do it. Like, even if the value is or the player I think is so much better. Like, I, obviously, I'm going to take Keenan Allen over those four running backs just taken. Um, but that that's where it gets a bit like uh, it becomes a bit of a tough decision because Cooper Cup comes to you at the, the 108, like, you have to take him. Like, I, I, I don't care. Like, Cooper Cup is arguably a top five pick. Like, uh, if if you think you're just chasing his points, like, the man scored 100 more points than JT last year. Like, it's going to take a lot of points for him. He's not going to repeat, obviously, but he's still going to be the top. Like, uh, like you can make an argument, Jay, Justin Jefferson's going to be above him, but I think it's just, like, as long as you can pair like a running back with a receiver and then maybe even go tight end. Like, I think that's where, uh, that's where you want to be. But I don't think you, I I don't think there's a strategy going with just the one position, like running back, running back, running back. Um, I think. So what's everyone's optimal uh, first two rounds start? So I like, if you can go like pick four and get like Dalvin Cook, and Mark Andrews, I really like that start. Like that's my like. What's your optimal and realistic start? Yeah, Team Four smashed it. Yeah, I yeah, really so like that. Team Four did. They went. Yeah, Derek oh. Andrews, Connor. I don't like the pick in Jacobs, but you could have very easily have gone. You know, Terry, Deontay Terry. Johnson, DJ Moore. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like what. I, who else do I like? I really like. I, again, I like my start. I like Andrew's start of Najee and Swift, but it probably won't happen. Uh, Charlene, your start's really good at Jonathan Taylor, Leonard Fournette, but I probably maybe probably like Mike Evans over Leonard Fournette just for a bit of safety, but yeah, otherwise like, still good. I just maybe. thought that one one of Mike and Debo was going to come back to me. And they did. So Whereas, yeah. Whereas if I went wide receiver, they he could have taken Lenny. And I like Lenny a lot more than Connor. To answer Andrew's question from earlier on, my favourite start would be if you pick early to get, like, one of your CMC's Jonathan Taylors uh, and then get Mike Evans on the way back. I feel like that's probably the best start. Yeah, definitely. You can, if you want, pair them with um, one of the quarterbacks or even possibly a tight end in, like, the start of the third like team one's gone cmc josh allen mike evans like even if that's like cmc mark andrews mike evans i love that start if you can get it um or like cmc yeah i don't know about kyle pitts but i feel like if you can get one running back one wide receiver and then one funky you know the quarterback one or like tight end two or something like that that's a good way to be sort of yeah diverse hit a lot of positions and it leaves you with like you've pretty flexible throughout the draft like in the middle rounds when i went running back running back like i didn't re i kind of missed out on like the aj dillons who like interest me or like i don't know who else like 
that, that kind of player, like AJ Dillon, and I want to be open to take, you know, AJ Dillon, Mike Williams, um, Jerry Judy, Alan Robinson. Like, I want to be able, even Chase Edmonds as well, I want to be able to take anyone in those middle rounds because I feel like there's so much value there. And if you limit yourself to one position, you kind of like can get not trapped in a way that you have to draft that way, but, you know, it leaves you able to go whichever direction you feel best and play the board with what others around you are doing. You got to be flexible, don't you, Frank? You got to be able to touch your toes. It's just better living that way. Yeah, I think my favorite picks are from three, four to like eight, nine. Like in between that area. Yeah, you like the middle of the draft. Yeah, I, yeah. Th- I think I'm with Joel. I like the beginning of the draft. The one, two, you get, yeah, Christian or JT. You follow it up with, you know, if you can get Mark Andrews at the back of the second, at like the 211, I mean, you're laughing. And then you just get Mike Evans or Debo Samuel. I personally prefer Mike Evans. If you get, yeah. Mark Andrews at the end of the second, Mike Evans beginning of the third. I think you are you're running running away with the league. So I, I definitely I'm in your camp there, Joel. I love that for a episode, maybe in a couple of weeks' time. The uh, fantasy addicts ideal draft round by round. You know, oh, we yeah, do. I do ideal, love that idea, Joel. Ideal picks from as we said earlier, the early picks. You know, that one, two, three, and then have another group of people do the eight, not eight, nine, ten, and yeah, it's a good episode. Give the listeners, you know, especially the ones that can choose their own draft pick, one to see, you know, what their team can ideally look like if uh, the fantasy addicts were, you know, taking the reins. That's it. I think that's a, I think that's a really good way to finish up, Jolie. I love your idea. Big brain on you. Um, I want to thank everyone for tuning in to today's episode. It's been great, boys. I hope you have a lovely night. Um, if there's anything else you'd like to add before we wrap up, uh, don't let me stop you. So, um, but yeah, other than that, we'll finish up. Um, add us on the Twitters, um, FB addicts on the Insta. Um, we're we're gonna be up uh, posting a lot of stuff. It's upcoming. We're we're getting close to the season. I hope everyone's excited. I know I am. I'm not gonna be. I'm going to be taking holidays just for it because um, that's my number one job. Um, so uh, I hope we're ready. Full-time fantasy coach. Has to be. Everyone is. Well, we got three minutes left. So, Frank, you love this. Ando's rando question of the day. Uh, what's a good oh, one? Gee, I okay, thought I was going to get out here. All right, <laughs> go for it. Fire away, Andrew. Um, all seats are taken on the train and there's one left. Do you sit there or are you standing? Like, you know what I mean? It purely... really depends who's sitting there. Yeah, that's the only answer. Like, if there's a fat guy and, like, someone who looks rough and, like, they stink or something like that. So, basically, Charlene is sitting there. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sitting there at all. I, I'm staying well away. I have to be really tired. To, it doesn't matter for me. Like, I have to be really tired to be like, nah, fuck this. I'm sitting down next to this. <laughs> yeah, you see some shady characters on the train. Yeah, nah. It's the train. I, uh, I'm not taking my chances. All right. Thanks for playing, boys. I'll talk to you <laughs> Gee, what a way to finish. Thanks, Great way to finish. Have a good one.